Hey guys, and welcome to episode five of Ship Happens. In today's episode, we'll be talking about a couple very interesting topics revolving around cheating. The first one is how do I gain trust in my partner who cheated on their previous partner to be with me? The second topic, after being in an LDR during the pandemic, my partner is less communicative. Are they cheating on me? Keep listening to Ship Happens to find out more. Welcome to episode five of Ship Happens, hosted by Margot and Gabe. Today, we're going to be talking about good question because <laughs> it's been a while it's been a, a few a few months maybe it's a new a, year. an entire month it's a whole new year happy happy new year gabe happy new year margo i'm excited to see what new topics we're going to be talking about this year mm -hmm. um yeah. and if you guys are new to the show margo let's just tell them how it goes we, we choose yeah. topics from a fishbowl and pretty much it's it's about relationships and it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship it could be platonic it could be familial mm -hmm. so yes. if you have any questions if you have any problems with your relationships feel free to send over those questions over at relationshiphappens at gmail.com and ship happens underscore ph on instagram and on twitter yeah and just a little background for any of the new listeners we have gabe and i are both radio jocks for yes. 99 5 play fm and relationship coaches so we thought we'd merge the two together and bring you Damn. ship happens because sometimes ship happens i know <laughs> and gabe and i individually have our respective fishbowls with various topics uh questions etc and we will individually pick one from our fishbowl read it out loud and give our two cents each so that means two topics per episode and with that said Gabe do you want to be the first one to draw Ooh, from your fishbowl? We're switching it up today aren't we <laughs> okay okay I'll, I'm down for that so as you can see my fishbowl is more of a ramekin and I'm gonna be muddling this around seeing what I got here not everyone and... can see you Gabe oh no oh okay right that's right right here <laughs> what i'm doing and here we go here we go here we go here we go topic first topic of 2021 Margot, if someone cheated on their partner and left their partner to be with you how do you manage trust Ooh. You know, we kind of we kind of touched on that during our last episode because mm -hmm. it was the it was the Bea and um right the movie, right? Right, right, yeah. right. But so this one ahead. is more about cheating. This mm -hmm. is outright cheating, right? This is can you read it one more time? So the question is if someone cheated on their partner and left their partner to be with you, how do you manage trust? Because mm -hmm. for you both to have been together your partner had cheated on their ex someone else yeah which means he or she has the tendency to cheat i don't want to say tendency or had experienced the ability to yeah cheat. right I because i mean if it was a pattern if it was you know it's happened multiple times that's when you could really really raise your eyebrows like that should be a huge red flag right. um but there are so many possibilities so many factors i feel that should in line with it so share share what you want to say first well i think that 
Margo, I, I, I uh, negativity isn't really going to be the one thing I'm going to enter into 2021 with. But I, I do believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, mm. I do believe that people can change as well. But there is that tendency for people to repeat things that they've grown accustomed to. Habits are hard to break. And if, the, I mean, the end of the question is, how do you manage the trust? It's going to take a lot of patience oh and yeah. trust. And I think you and I have sp- uh, talked about this in previous episodes. Trust has to be given blindly, right? And it's going to be hard knowing that this person that you're with has broken somebody else's trust and has the capability of breaking somebody else's trust. So I don't know. How are you going to, I don't know how to manage that, honestly, Margo, because it's so difficult to, to, to say that, yeah, sure, I can blindly trust somebody, but at the same time, um, if you know that your partner had left, cheated on, on their ex just to be with you, won't you be questioning that all the time? Is my partner cheating on me? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know where to put myself here. So why don't you give me your opinion on this? Because I'm on the fence. I'm really on the fence yeah. with this one. Yeah. And I am on the opposite side of, and I I do believe that people are very capable of change Mm -hmm. if they want to, you know, but like I said earlier, there are so many factors. There are so many things to consider. Um, Cheating typically happens when there is an unmet need and most likely uncommunicated. You didn't share with whoever you're with the the needs that you had. And so they were never fulfilled. They were never satisfied. Or maybe you did communicate them and they they were still um, unsatisfied. You know, they they didn't decide to give you whatever it is you asked for. And that's definitely gonna be frustrating. I don't think it's ever right to cheat. Right. You know, because we, we, at the ju- end of the- we shouldn't justify cheating at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, because at the end of the day, even if you had expressed how you felt about it and asked your partner for it, mm-hmm. you had the choice to walk away from the relationship first and then involve yourself in, an, in another relationship. Right? Right. And I think that, that is even something if that yeah. I want to bring up with you because you said that. You don't have to cheat if you feel you like there is an unmet need, Margot, like mm-hmm. you said, why not just talk to your partner then and there and say, look, I'm going to end break up, break up with you because I'm not feeling fulfilled mm-hmm. and I'm, and I feel more fulfilled with somebody else. Go ahead. Yeah. And that's communication, you know, like at the end of the day and, and you only can do so much to communicate. Like, we don't know how their partner is. If their partner was just like, why would you need that? I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> you know, then at that point, you're just like, what in the world? And if you're the type of person who has a very difficult time with confrontation, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be hard and you might think, okay, it might be easier just to do this. And then, or, or dependency, you know, there's so many, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. There's so many layers. So if you're the type of person who feels, okay, well, I don't want to end this with them because what if things don't work out with this new person? Right. You know, and you kind of leave the person you're actually with on the back burner, which is messed up, 
again, not justifying any of this. I'm just saying <laughs> there's so many layers and you have to consider one, the type of person you're with. If you, you know, it sounds like the person who um, gave us this topic is the new person. Right. Right. If you're the new is, person, how do yeah, you manage yourself? You have to ask, okay, what was the unmet need in their previous relationship? Do I really fulfill that? What are some unmet needs or needs that this person has that I'm not aware of? You know, that's where communication, you know, we say it so many times, it's going to be play a huge role in that trust, right? you know, and if you start to sense if the person you're with now, before you guys got together, before they left their ex, if they were like, oh yeah, I told my, my partner, um, I'm just going to have a late night at work or something, but you know, so if you start, if you start to hear those things, then that's a good time to communicate and say, Hey, you know, I, I know you are very busy at work, but I just need it to be clear that this is work. And if you're doing something else, you know, that I, please let me know, like, let me figure out what is going on here. And we kind of, nip it in the butt. And, and honestly, that mistrust is going to happen sooner than later, most likely, right? You're going to feel it. That's what I wanted to ask you about is how do you manage that? How do you say, I trust you because you know, especially if you know that this partner has a hard time communicating, communicating what his lack, his or her lack of needs are. For example, (laughs) if, if, if they cheated because, you know, time spent together with their ex wasn't there and Mm -hmm. you're busy too or and they didn't they don't know how to communicate it pretty Mm -hmm. much and they feel like they're they're not in the position to demand that time or Mm -hmm. that attention how do you manage all of that well that's when you have to ask yourself what are your own relationship values Mm. and can this person truly meet them Right. You know, if, if communication, and I hope it is, is a value of yours and they're like, well, I can't do that, you know, and I, you constantly see that they're not communicating well, or if quality time is a value of yours mm-hmm. and you don't see that they are prioritizing, you know, like be reasonable about it. Don't, <laughs> don't expect half of their day to yes, be dedicated to yes, messaging you yes. and talking, you know, like even a quarter of their day, like people have lives your partner, your spouse have lives. Um, and it's healthy for them to have a life outside of you, whether it's work and their, their social life, et cetera. Um, if it's intertwined, cool, but it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with your partner having, um, a social life outside of you anyways, but I was just going to say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, if that is, uh, if quality time is a value of yours, you need to be honest with yourself and make sure that you're seeing it. You know, if you get upset multiple times in a month, because they're not giving you the time that you feel Mm. is, um, reasonable, then, you know, you, you have to talk to them about it. And if they're not going to make adjustments because they care about your needs, Maybe this is not the relationship for you to be in. And maybe exactly. I think that that's what I want to tell people right now is that you need to separate yourself from that honeymoon, lovey dovey, fun stage and look long term and understand not just your values and what you look for in a relationship, but also what your partner is looking for. 
because yeah. you can avoid somebody cheating on you if everything I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that there is an unmet need or there are unmet needs and I think yeah. that if you understand what your needs are and if you understand what their needs are you are able to really move past everything and you know it's not going to feel like you're lacking something you're mm-hmm. always going to feel fulfilled in that relationship and I think that that's what what needs to happen is really mm-hmm. just that understanding and understanding of yourself, understanding of your partner and hopefully that manages that you know that that feeling of what if he or she cheats on me again or, or cheats on me as well, not a, even again, mm-hmm. cheats on me as well. Yeah. Um and I think that that's going to be able to I feel like that gives me a better sense of security but i i will still say it's so hard to it's blindly hard. trust somebody who yeah. you know has the capability to disregard you know but but the at the end of the day you you knew this that getting into this relationship there's going to be those kind of those feelings and you have to ask yourself i think what's more important is why be in a relationship with someone you can't trust uh... and it's it's just like unnecessary anxiety for you. Right. Right. Where you're, and some of us naturally have not naturally, but, um, we've been conditioned to have a bit of anxiety when it comes to relationships, a bit bit of mistrust, Mm -hmm. which creates anxiety. And, but, but at the end of the day, it's like you, and I, I hope people can start to, (laughs) um, accept this more about themselves and, and believe it more about themselves is that you have a choice, right? You have a choice to be in a relationship where you trust someone and you have a choice to be in a relationship where you don't trust someone and thinking about how you feel about it Mm -hmm. and what your day looks like reflecting or thinking about your partner. Uh You know, if, if you're, if you're thinking about your partner, the majority of the time, majority of the time you're thinking, I wonder who they're with or (laughs) are they think, you know what I mean? Do they really care about me? Um, maybe you shouldn't be with them. Or maybe, maybe you're not even you know, ready for a relationship ready, because you're not exactly. secure with yourself. Yes, I think that security exactly. comes with yourself knowing that mm-hmm. regardless of whatever your partner is doing, you're fine. You're right? fine. You're, you're going to be fine. And I think, of, yes. you know, my, the next question I want to ask in line with this, when, when do you have this conversation with your partner about oh, I would probably. And oh, yeah, I will probably... You know, because I feel, well, with the clients I've had, there's always that, that space before mm-hmm. either they or, or you leave your actual partner right. for that other person. Right. And, you know, there's conversations about that. Like, oh, I plan to leave that person by this time, you know, mm-hmm. okay, let's figure. So when you leave this person is your plan to be with me? you know, what, what is, what ideally would you want to have happen? Right. You know, that's a good time to kind of talk about it before it actually happens because you two need to be on the same page. But how do you overcome the, the honeymoon stage, you know, cause everything feels new and shiny and fun. Oh my, I don't think, and you don't want to break I, that. Right. A lot of people, a lot of my clients say that I don't want to break whatever we have right now. And that's yeah. just like a I don't, gl- glamour. I don't think that necessarily, I don't know. I feel like with, with, when there's infidelity in there, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite easier to get past the honeymoon stage. Cause there's okay. just so much, 
that that new couple has to work through. Like these conversations, like, oh my gosh, this is happening with my partner right now. I can't, I can't leave them at the moment, you know, and like a lot of patience, a lot of waiting. It sounds, it doesn't sound like a honeymoon at all. I'm sure there are some who like, just don't care, you know, and that's when the honeymoon kind of phase probably Mm. feels like they just want to stay in that. But I think more often than not, when you are in a relationship relationship with someone already in a relationship and they plan to leave, you both right. are going to work through a lot. You're both are going to need to work and talk through a lot before um, they leave their partner. I and think that's the best way, you know, before it actually before happens. Before you go let's into the relationship, yeah. talk about yeah. it is what you're yeah, trying to talk Let's talk about it. Like, do you want to immediately get into an exclusive relationship? You know, this is the first time you're going to be not with your partner, your spouse, whatever right. it is. Do you want to date around? Is it just me that you're talking to? There's so many, there's so many things, you know, so many things. Like if someone had been in a relation for 10, 15 years and now it's like, yes. okay, I, I got a divorce or something. It's like, whoa, what do I do? You know, we there, there's a whole lot you want and is ideal for you. Mm -hmm. And you need to know, um, at least have a certain level of certainty or reassurance that that person is on the same page, you know? And if they're not, it's fine. Like they gotta do them, right? Like- you gotta do you. And you gotta do you, but it's really important just to have that conversation so you're prepared. I agree. You know what? I think that that's, that's pretty much it. You just manage yourself, manage your partner and, you know, just understand that this is the circumstance that you both are going into come into your relationship, given, um, given the fact that your partner had cheated on somebody just to be with you. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy, but if the love is there, do you think love is enough? Oh, that's the last question for this question. My question for you is, do you think love is enough for you to build that trust again or have that 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 foundation? I think, uh, well, one, I think love is so subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, in my eyes, yes. Okay. Because I feel that with love comes communication, comes respect, comes accountability, um, comes commitment. Mm-hmm. There's so much that love involves, you know, compromise too, making adjustments you know? Uh Um, and so to me personally, yeah, that, yeah, love is enough. If you can make sure that these are your, you know, to be in love with someone, they have to align with these values and I have to reciprocate those values as well, you know? And that's why I feel like it's subjective. So personally, yes. What about you? I think that, you know what, honestly, I think that love is enough. It's the start. It's not Mm -hmm. the end all be all. And I think that's what Mm -hmm. you're trying to say. It's not, oh, I love this person. That's why I'm going to be with this person, regardless of whatever their history is or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, shortcomings they have. No, love is about that understanding, compromise, communication, Everything effort. else in bet- effort. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Effort. It's not effortless. Love is mm-hmm. not effortless. You no. know, a lot of people, I think that Hollywood romanticizes love as something that just magically happens and mm-hmm. sparks and rainbows happen. But in reality, love is more about making it work. Yeah. Um, and I had if, a, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
I had a conversation with my friends about 10, 12 years ago. We were just mm-hmm. around the dinner table talking about love and relationships and marriage. Ah. Uh, I'm, I'm not married. So, and even <laughs> then I was not married, um, but they were a married couple. Mm-hmm. And um, the husband said, Mark, Margot, love is a verb. And then I said, wow, absolutely. Love is a verb. It's an action. You know, it's, it's every effort that you take into putting into loving someone. And that's, it's, I honestly agree with that. I feel like it's not just this feeling, it's not butterflies in your tummy. It's not, you know, this magic kind of spark. It's It's the effort you put. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, exactly. It's it's a verb. It's the effort that you put in. It's the work that you put in. It's an action. Um, to yeah, to make sure that whatever and whoever you love in whatever level, because they're uh, let's be real, there are different levels of love. I love you, Gabe. Right. Right. And and my kind of I love you too. Love. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I know. I was like, is he gonna say it? <laughs> Words of affirmation are my love language. <laughs> and so. No, but like to me as a friend and the love I have for you, uh-huh. my responsibility that I put up on myself to love you, to show mm-hmm. that love is to check in on you, All right. is to greet you during special days. I'm a gift giver to right. make sure that you have a present on these special <laughs> days. You right. know, that's the, that's the verb. That's the action that I'm taking to make sure I'm nurturing the love that I have for you, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's how, and in, in a relationship, I'm it's way above and beyond those things that I, <laughs> I just shared with you and communicate, you know, if there are things that I feel I'm not really comfortable with mm-hmm. for you and you vice versa, let's express it. Let's talk about exactly. it. That's what love is. You know, it's not about being shy or being, um, it's being courageous feeling- enough to talk to your yeah. partner. To that person, to the other person, not even partner, to the other person, you know, it's standing up to them. Yeah. I um, remember in Harry, this is such a, in Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. You're going to say Harry Potter. Yeah. No, Neville Longbottom um, stood up against his friends. And that's what Dumbledore pointed out in the first movie. Neville. Um, He, he stood up against them and that takes a lot more courage. And that takes a lot of love because you know Mm -hmm. that, you know what? I love this person enough to take care of them. So I yeah. have to put them in the right place or help them go towards the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that is what true love is. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And uh, I think that if your partner, current partner right now left somebody else or cheated on somebody else or their ex to be with you, it's it's more of a question of, am I actively going to be choosing to communicate, get to know my partner? rather than just trust it blindly because love is there. You know, it's like, like you said, love is a verb. Keep doing it. Keep working on it. I think that's the best thing. Exactly. (laughs) That's a great topic. I I mean, as, as, um, unideal as that situation would be, (laughs) I'm glad that we were able to get that that one out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So your turn, my turn. Here we go. Okay. My girlfriend and I have been in an LDR since the pandemic Mm -hmm. and we don't talk as much. Is she cheating? Oh, 
Why is it everything today is about so, cheating? So hard. <laughs> Which is fun because cheating is a really common thing. Sad to say, um, it's mm-hmm. it's common and it's not not even the co- the action of it. It's a common cons- uh, thought that yeah. pops yeah. into people's heads. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, th- I'm so curious. How could you jump from just not talking to you to cheating? immediately that's the first Mm -hmm. thing that pops into my head just because somebody doesn't talk to you doesn't mean that they're cheating immediately does not connect in my head right yeah um I think that's the first thing I want to tell that person whoever that is Mm -hmm. is that just because your partner your girlfriend is not talking to you doesn't mean that she is cheating on you she Mm -hmm. could be busy with work she could be busy with family she could be you know going through a lot of personal development that she needs to go through by herself she could hopefully not be struck with the COVID-19 disease and you didn't know and she didn't she wasn't (laughs) able to tell you because she she was immediately in quarantine there's so many things that could have happened um but I think that instead of immediately thinking that your girlfriend is cheating on you my suggestion is ask her what's up why aren't you talking to me because Absolutely. that's going to show you her that you care. And that's what mm-hmm. she needs the most. Even if she yes. was cheating on you, um, showing her that you care and asking her, hey, what's up? I, I feel disconnected from you. You're, mm-hmm. you're distant from me. What's, what's wrong? That's mm-hmm. going to show her so much love and so much empathy and care. and Consideration. I exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's that's the first thing that popped into my head. How about Absolutely. you? Absolutely. I agree. I agree. There's there's a level of lack of self-confidence, mm. right? Um, that this it sounds like this person has, um, and a lack of communication, and which might be because of the self-confidence. They don't really know how to tackle the subject. And um, I think they have to ask themselves, where's the root of this? this assumption you know um have they been cheated on in the past did they their partner leave them leave their yeah you know (laughs) yeah has 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 this person cheated in the past like what what is it that made you jump to the not conclusion but to the assumption that your partner could be doing that um Mm -hmm. Is are there needs that have not been met? You know, it sounds as if maybe communicate, obviously communication, if they don't talk as much. Um, and at the end of the day, like we said in the, the first topic, it really is about talking and lo- yo, long distance relationships are yes. not easy, especially if there's, yeah, especially if there's a time difference, you know, yes. um, if it's, if it's like hours away, you know, and you know, it just takes maybe a long drive. Yeah. That's long distance. That's not that convenient of a relationship, but it's not the same as time difference. And, um, so, so there's that factor, you know, ask yourself, has there been a shift in this person's daily life with the pandemic? Probably, you know, but has that, you know, how did they start a new job? Um, because of the pandemic, did they end up moving in with family and now they don't have as much time to talk to you because they don't have as much privacy. Yeah. You know, there's so many, so many, again, factors with this scenario as well. And you just have to ask yourself, um, what has changed for them Mm -hmm. so that 
we won't be able to talk as much. Take that into consideration first and then ask them, you know, hey, um, I was just wondering why, why we haven't been talking as much as we used to. Is it because you're staying with your parents or right. is it because, you know, you decided to go to school online and have this job, you know, exactly. and, and all, yeah, there's so many, so many things. So make sure that, um, nothing huge has changed in their life, um, to where communicating with you or corresponding with you as frequently, um, wouldn't be an issue. But There's two things here that, that kind of, I want to talk about. One is the LDR factor. The other one is mm -hmm. why he jumped into the conclusion of cheating yeah. so fast, yeah. right? Those are the two things that I would like to explore because one LDRs are very, very difficult to traverse and navigate. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you both have been in, you know, close contact for some time, because I do know, mm -hmm. Uh, couples that were forced into LDRs because of the pandemic, oh, because they needed to go back to their home country, because they mm -hmm. needed to be with their family in another country and take care of them. There's so many different reasons, um, and they're all valid. This pandemic yeah. has um, really thrust upon the age of LDR, but also... Um, I think that it's so important for you to understand if that is for you, because if you're going to stay in this LDR, this long distance relationship, for those of you who don't know LDR, they might be thinking something else. Yeah. Um, that long distance relationship. I think that you need to figure that out. Is this something that you can do? Because are your, again, we go back to values. Can mm -hmm. you withstand the test of a long distance relationship because mm -hmm. clearly there's not going to be physical touch there clearly especially if you, like you said time zone difference if there's a time mm -hmm. difference the timing and communication is going to be way off mm -hmm. um there's uh, the quality time that you're going to be spending with your partner isn't going to be as quality it, you know that those are the factors that you have to keep in mind when you're entering an ldr um, what do you have to say about that first before we go into the whole cheat, jumping into the cheating conclusion? Well, I think, like you said, there are two kind of things that stick out. I think mm -hmm. the third one, there's a third oh, there's one. There's a third one. <laughs> well, to me, it's a pandemic. Right. It's something none of us expected. None mm -hmm. of us were prepared to deal with. Um, and it has taken a toll on a lot of people's mental health. Right. You know, so ask yourself too, is your girlfriend, um, is her mental health okay? Is nice. she, you know, is she handling the pandemic? It may, may not have anything to do with you, you know, right. and the relationship. She could be extremely confident in the relationship, but there's just so many other things that are worrying her, making her anxious. Job you know, security, um, jobs, family, yeah. you know, her parents being elderly and vulnerable. Exactly. So many different factors. You know, so that's, that's another thing you want to find out and explore a bit more of. Um, I think that with all three uh, topics within this one, so loaded. <laughs> with this one question, <laughs> right? I think what would be best for the, our listener to do is touch on each one of them Say, mm -hmm. Hey, I just want to be honest with you. Um, something made me feel like you didn't care about this relationship as much anymore. Right. And I just want to be able to express that 
because I value you and our relationship and anything I could do to make things better. Um, I want to be able to do that. So is there something that I've done that made you decide to distance yourself more or, Mm -hmm. you know, you might find out that this person doesn't even realize they're being distant, you know, or, or you might find out that they're being distant because they're scared. They're scared about when am I even going to see this person again? You know, this pandemic is so questionable and I don't know how we're ever going to be in the same city um, to be together again. You know, you need to have those difficult conversations, those uncomfortable conversations sometimes just to see if one, they're in it and, or two, you know, if, if you actually still want to be with someone Mm. who you can, you know, because they could even either say I'm not in it, I'm in it, or I'm not really sure. Exactly. And so, so with the, I'm not really sure that's up to you to decide, okay, am I going to keep putting effort into this Mm -hmm. with a question mark outcome? Or am I going to just, you know, walk away from it because I don't, I can't be with someone who doesn't know that they want to be with me, even if it's a long distance relationship. I think that this pandemic has triggered, took away a lot of one of the, there are six human, basic human needs. That's not food, water, et cetera. These are like the intrinsic (laughs) intrinsic value, um, values. And I think certainty, I think the pandemic took away certainty for a lot of people. Um, whether in your job, your professional life, your personal life, wherever, it took away a lot of certainty. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people are struggling with that. So I want to challenge you. Right now, you yourself, whoever their listener is, you're struggling with certainty of your relationship. But imagine what other kinds of types of questions your girlfriend is going through in her head. I think Mm -hmm. being that empathetic and, you know, you're her partner. I want to challenge you to ask her what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, people, you know, I think here's the here's the one thing, the third, the, the other aspect that, you know, we were talking about is why did you jump to just thinking that she's cheating on you? Mm-hmm. This pandemic with a lack of certainty, you shouldn't assume more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to assume I'm going to be safe if I wear a face mask going out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the same thing. Don't assume whatever, uh, whatever situation or scenario, because your mind is playing tricks on you at this point. Um, you know, again, you mentioned it earlier, it's that insecurity, maybe it could be a part of the, his history. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be part of her history of cheating as well. We don't know. We don't know where True. it's coming from. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, don't assume. Rather, I think it's it's about that. Communicate with her. And right, you're absolutely right. It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation, you know, because you, you don't, you're going to fear. And I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I bet you he's going to, he's afraid to sound clingy or needy. Mm-hmm. But even more so in a pandemic, you should be clingy. Even more so if you're in an LDR, be Mm -hmm. clingy because you need to compensate for that lack of physical connection. Um, I wouldn't say be clingy. Not not clingy. I would say, yeah, yeah. Over communicate. Yeah, or like, or just communicate, Uh right? At the end of the day, there's a reason why you decided to reach out um, 
one, because you're not quite sure what to do yourself, Mm -hmm. but two, because you haven't communicated yet. You haven't just simply asked this person, Hey, what's going on? You know, why don't we talk as much as we used to? Um, or maybe tell the person you miss them. I don't know if you've done that. (laughs) And pro tip, don't accuse the person. Don't accuse, do not. Don't don't be like, hey, you don't talk to me anymore. Are you cheating? Oh my, that is the worst. Unless you got the facts. Unless you got the facts. (laughs) That's the worst way. Unless you got some receipts. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's the worst. The best approach is to come from a place of yourself and the facts. Like Margot said, you can say, I Mm -hmm. feel like yes i'm distant from you or i feel mm-hmm. you know it's about how mm-hmm. you feel because you do feel a certain estrangement yeah. from them yeah so let her know that you are feeling that separation that i don't know term that distance i guess um, mm-hmm. from her and that disconnect and let her fill in the gap for herself don't fill it in for her and don't mm-hmm. i hate you know some of my clients are quick to kind of like point the finger and I I, yeah. I tell them please don't do that because mm-hmm. while your feelings are valid you know you feeling like she might be cheating on you is valid for sure because mm-hmm. there's that lack of certainty that like disconnect but also mm-hmm. you don't want to invalidate what she might be feeling and you don't know that yeah and when you point the finger there it's a bond breaker um mm-hmm. that's defensiveness you know, and that's, that's not really listening to your partner Yeah, Like you said, it's invalidating whatever they're saying, because right. rather than asking yourself, is there any truth behind this? Am I, am I mm-hmm. a certain way? You know, do I need to take accountability for anything? Um, that's, that's a good way to kind of go about it. Ask yourself, okay, they're feeling sad. I can't really invalid, like I can't tell them that they're not feeling sad about something, Um, you know, rather than pointing the blame on them, what can I do to make them not, you know, what is in my capabilities to make sure that they don't feel as sad at the end of the day, hey, they're responsible for their feelings to a certain extent too, right? Exactly. Uh, You can't be 100% responsible for your partner's feelings, but um, if you're hurting them <laughs> and there's, there's a huge, you do have to take accountability at some point. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think that at the end of the day, you got to make sure that you're not being defensive, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not easy because mm-hmm. again, that comes with conditioning. You, you, it's a behavior you probably known all your life to just say, but I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what about this? What about you? Um, and with this, with this person, I think it's just, maybe um, work on focusing on yourself and um, things that you enjoy doing and you love doing and ask yourself how you are spending your time. Um, And again, communicate with your partner to see how they're spending their time. Right. And um, you might find out, Hey, that they're, they've, they're swamped with work or school or they're, they're, they're frustrated because the majority of their time they're thinking about all the uncertainties in their life. Yeah. So it's, it's all a space for you an opportunity for you to be able to get to know your partner a bit more. And I think that's, what's going to be a very 
it's going to be very impactful for the relationship exactly. if it continues. It's going to take it to the next level yep. even because Absolutely. that's the start. It's kind of like a, you know what they say, you have to put into practice your communication skills. And this is going to be a perfect opportunity for both of you to really work on those communication skills in terms mm -hmm. of what's happening, where you're both at. And I want you to, the guy, to ask himself, what made you feel like she was cheating on you? Mm -hmm. Right. Reflect on that, write it down. And maybe that's one thing that you can explore a little bit more and let your partner know that she was, you know, the reason, you know, you, you don't say that I feel like you, you were cheating on me because of this and that you just say, I feel disconnected from you because of this and mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. And maybe that will give you a, a direction in terms of how you can communicate with her and tell her, Hey, some things, you know, I, I don't feel like we're the same anymore. And of course you have to take into account the pandemic and the distance, but what's something that we can do given this? And is this still something that both of you can do? I want to, I want to ask you, Margo, what do you feel about with LDRs in the pandemic? Should you put your relationship on hold? Because it might, especially if it's straining the relationship so mm -hmm. that you can have something to come back to once everything is, when the dust settles. If it's, if it's straining the relationship, then sure. You know, you both have to have to be mindful about mm. the energy you're not just bringing to the other person, but you're allowing in your life, you know? So, and, and get, figure that out, figure out why is it straining? What, right. what am I doing? What am I expecting? What are they doing? What are they expecting? That's causing a strain in our relationship. Absolutely. You know, are they, are they expecting us to talk every day for like half an hour, um, on the phone? Is that mm -hmm. something that with my busy schedule, I think is, is doable for me right now? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a level of finding a balance between what they want, what you want, and both people should be very, um, open and understanding, you know, if you want it to work, but if you just right. have, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And if you can't meet this, then sorry, well, then maybe you should step away from that, you know? Um, but if they are the type who wants to say, yeah, I actually can do that. Well, cool. We're on the same page. And then you know? return to, but the, a lot of people are asking, should, and a lot of my clients have asked, you know, this as well, you know, knowing that they are going and entering an LDR, there's a couple of them have chosen to stay out of the relationship up until they, they, they are able to be with each other again, physically or in closer proximity. Mm -hmm. Um, but does it work out in the end? That's the biggest fear, the question, that uncertainty. Will it work out if you go on a break, for example, and say, let's not focus on this relationship? How do, where do you put yourself in that, in, that, in that setting? You mean, will it work out if you take a break uh -huh. and then reunite, reconnect? Yeah. I think it can. I think it might not. There's more opportunity for you and your, the other person to meet someone else, mm. to get to know someone else, to connect with someone That's else. That's the risk, isn't it? You know? And so if you feel that, um, that you want to take a break, I mean, I don't think that separating ever really helps a relationship and mm -hmm. taking breaks ever really help 
a relationship because you need to have, again, you need to have those uncomfortable moments and those, those times of adversity to really mm. strengthen a bond. Um, uh, but if it's a, an LDR, a long distance relationship where you really have no clue when you're ever going to see each other again, right? um, that's, that's the difficult part. That's the part where I, you know, it's, I'm, I think I'm a little on the fence about, I'm not entirely sure there's, there needs to be so much, um, more, more details. I, I would probably need to hear a lot more details. Like, is your partner willing to move? Are you ever willing right, to move near right, your partner? Right. Like there, there needs to be more than just, well, I don't know. But if I think with an LDR, if you are going, especially right now in the pandemic, if you are thrust upon it, manage each other's expectations. Oh, absolutely. Talk about it. Um, what do you manage need? Your, ex- your own expectations. Your expectations and her or his expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that that's so important. Tell tell your partner, okay, I need to talk to you at least once a day. Can mm-hmm. you just, or at least greet me good morning, a good night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just something, you know, your ground rules. You know, this is kind of like, a, 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 and if you think that you've already known each other for so long, I think LDRs ex- open a lot of different aspects of relationships that mm-hmm. you need to talk about with your partner yeah. so that yeah. it, it effectively works. Um, so maybe that's something that you, you need to do as well with your partner if you do decide to communicate with her is set those ground rules. What will make us work out? You know, set mm-hmm. yourselves up for success rather yeah. than just let it, you know, fall into pieces and just deteriorate over time. If you feel like it's worth it to try then Mm -hmm. do what you need to do you know do what you can to keep that relationship a healthy one you know right um but you have to ask yourself what you're capable of and what your partner's capable of and and really just respect each other at the end of the day to communicate things definitely again it's all about communication and understanding what you want yeah. and what your partner wants. Mm. It's always about, it always boils down to that, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I think that was amazing. I loved our two topics today. It was about <laughs> our cheating, cheating our cheating topics, which, you know, honestly, given the post-holiday season, everybody it was happens. busy, yeah. you know, people were reconnecting with different people and maybe some of them reconnected with their exes and it triggers mm-hmm. your insecurities. Yeah. It's okay. It's, it, it yeah. happens. Ship happens, happens like that. Ship um, happens. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're here to talk to you about them. And again, if you guys have anything that you guys want to ask us, it's relationshiphappens at gmail.com and shiphappens underscore ph on Instagram and Twitter. Hey. Bye, guys.